This week on the show, our pop culture references, we talk about the new Shaun the Shape movie, The Flight Before Christmas, and fortune cookies. It's December 2021, and you're listening to Lunchbox Reaction. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks to my co-hosts, Linnea. Hello. And Brian. Hello. For being here today. <laughs> I'm Evan. And let's start off this week with our pop culture references. Are you going to ask who wants to go first? I mean, I thought one of you would just go first. Because I want to go first, okay, so that no one swipes first. mine. You go first. So last week, as I was editing our podcast, I stumbled across some news that really excited me, and I've been sitting on this the whole week. December 30th, I can hardly wait for, because Hilda and the Mountain King comes out on Netflix. Mm. Yeah, I, I saw the trailer. It's, I'm so excited for it. It's an 80-minute movie. Uh, it's going to take right up where the season two left off, and I'm very excited for this show. Hilda is an awesome show. If you haven't seen it, check it out. We've talked about it We've talked before. about the first season. Yeah, it won, it's won numerous awards this past year. It's really good show. I, I can't recommend it enough. And then I also was just looking at it now, and there's going to be a third and final season that will be out after the movie, and they're working on it right now. So we'll have more Hilda to look forward to. Yay. That's nice. Okay, so we didn't have the same one. Well, that's good. <laughs> Mine is that the trailer for Into the Spider-Verse 2 came out. Was it a trailer, or was it, it was just the opening scene, I think? I don't know. I didn't watch it. It's the <laughs> opening scene. Also, it's not Into the Spider-Verse 2. It's Across the Spider-Verse. Mm. Yeah, the opening scene looks pretty fun. I'm excited for it. My pop culture reference for this week is that the new Fortnite chapter came out, and I've been playing it a lot. It's very fun. What's different about it? Well, first of all, whenever a new season comes out, they just change the regular map. But whenever a new chapter comes out, they change the map entirely. So with the new map, I have a whole new area to explore. And there's also new features, like you can slide, which just lets your character kind of move faster down hills. They brought back a bunch of vehicles that they hadn't had in the game for a while. So that's interesting. And there are Spider-Man web shooters that you can just fly around the map with. Now, I heard you playing yesterday, and you got all excited because you found some legendary item or something? Yeah, it's the Spider-Man web shooters. Oh, so you have those. Now, do you get to keep those forever, or do they disappear at the end of the game? Most of the time in games, once you end the game, you just lose all the items you had in that game forever. But in this chapter, they added like a whole new feature where you have a tent that you can store items in, and they go across the games. So if you get, like, a rare item or something, you can put it in your tent, and then next game, if you're in trouble, you can take it out and then use it. Is it always yours, or can other people take it from you, though? Once they kill you in the game, they can take it from you. Okay, so it's not bound to you or anything? No. You just have to put it in your tent. Does that make you scared to use it, then, so you don't lose it? No, I have it in my tent. Right, but so do you ever take it out of your tent? I mean, I take it out of my tent when I, like, want to You like, also, there's a glitch where you can repair ones that you already have, because you can only use it a specific amount of times, so I just take it out of my tent when I need to repair other ones, and it doesn't make me that scared, because there's just, like, specific locations in the game where you can get a bunch of them. 
Now on to our main topic, Shaun the Sheep, The Flight Before Christmas. This is a new movie by Aardman, about 30 minutes long, premiered on Netflix, I believe. Is that right? Yeah. Think- yep. Yeah. And we watched it last week. And uh, so I'm going to preemptively say uh, that this is a new holiday classic. I'm just going to say it. It's awesome. It's a fun movie. What do you guys think? It's pretty fun. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about this movie compared to Robin Robin, which we talked about recently, also from Aardman, a little different, different people directing it. But I feel that this movie has more story in five minutes than Robin Robin had in its whole entire length. Yeah. What's funny about, like, Shaun the Sheep to me is that just, like, so many random things just lead up to them doing other random things. (laughs) Yeah, it's just, it's... It's just sight gags. It's I mean, there, there's a story to it, but yeah, it, it meanders all over the place in areas that you wouldn't think it's going to go, and it, it just goes back and forth and back and forth, and they're doing this and doing that. And It's also fun because, like Linnea said, if there's one, like, random thing, sometimes it comes back as another random thing later on. Just for a little recap, we have Sean the Sheep, who is our main character. He lives on Mossy Bottom Farm. On the farm, there is, of course, a farmer who lives in a house. We have a dog, Blitzer, who lives in his doghouse. And usually every episode of the show or the movie, something happens. They get in trouble or something goes awry. This show is basically the farmer is trying to make some quick money selling an orange pop, except he's making it on his stove and it doesn't really work and they head to town and he was watching a YouTube tutorial, but the YouTube tutorial glitched, and now he put a bunch of something into it. Yeah, he put way too much of some ingredient. We don't know what, because, uh, and if you're not familiar with Sean the Sheep, this might surprise you, there is no talking. There's some grunting, there's some... There's some... Yeah, the sheep bleat. I think that's one thing that makes Sean the Sheep so good, is that it doesn't get lost in language. Anyone can watch this and get it. You're not stuck with a language barrier. Anyone can watch this and just see the humor in it. And it's just so darn funny. And it's cute. And the animation is really fun to look at. Uh, But anyway, yeah, Timmy, the little tiny sheep, goes along with the farmer, not of his own accord. (laughs) And so all the sheep on the farm go after him, try to save Timmy. They go into town. Blitzer's after him, too, the dog. He's supposed to be a sheep dog, but he, he's not really good at hurting the sheep. And just comedy and hijinks ensue. We have a whole scene in the town. Timmy gets taken home with some people, and then they have to some raid the famous house. famous social media people. <laughs> yeah. And, it, yeah, it's just laugh a minute. It's There's so many psych gags, so many things going on. Oh, I can't recommend this movie enough. I thought it was really funny. I liked it better than the other Shaun the Sheep movies. I think it was my favorite. Oh, really? Yeah, like over the Shaun the Sheep movie? Well, I don't really remember what happened in the other movies. <laughs> I just remember that one of them had something to do with being in the city and the farmer had was like losing his memory. The other one was about aliens. There's a cute alien and there's lots of like references. <laughs> and I don't really remember that much else. We'll have to watch them again. <laughs> yeah, I mean those those are certainly fun movies, but yeah, this this one, boy, it just stands out. Oh, I just keep gushing about it. <laughs> yeah, to me, I I definitely want to watch this every Christmas from now on because it's it's just so funny. It's the second Elf. 
<laughs> the second elf, yeah. I really liked it. There were lots of funny gags that I found interesting. Like the whole plot about how there were social media people who were really famous in the town. I think they might have been trying to poke some fun at those people and also the fact that as parents, those two people were more interested in promoting themselves than actually spending time with their kid. Yeah, that was sad. That was sad, but I mean... <laughs> it's sad because it's the truth. It's probably the truth, yeah. They take some pictures and the kid doesn't look good, so they edit the kid so that he looks good. He or she, I don't know. I, the kid felt kind of ambiguous. It could have been a boy yeah. or girl, which I think is cool, too. Yeah, I like that. He so, has some crazy hair. I mean, thank Yeah, you. long hair, yeah. And like some... my hair when I wake up. <laughs> <laughs> so so I think, yeah, there's a little commentary in there but uh, about that. But, oh, yeah, it's, it's just fun. I, I think one of my favorite bits is Blitzer the dog. He keeps <laughs> getting frozen <laughs> in, in an ice cube, and he's moving around. And, 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 and how these things even work, it, it's hard to say. It's just he's, so unrealistic. It's so but unrealistic. It's, but it's, it's really funny. It's very. It's funny. a really good guy. He's hopping around in an ice cube, and then he just keeps getting. <laughs> the ice stuck. just keeps getting bigger. <laughs> yeah, he jumps in a hot tub, right, thinking the ice is going to melt. Nope, the the water in the hot tub freezes around him, so now he's even bigger. <laughs> now he looks like a cake. Which sheep is your favorite? I like Timmy. He's a little cute baby sheep. Do we know enough of them to separate them? Like I we have Sean, we have Timmy, we have Timmy's mom. But all the others just... There's a big fat one. <laughs> there's a big fat one. All the others just kind of blend in, though. They're just kind of sheep. <laughs> yeah. Although I was reading online that some of them actually have names, which I, mm. I didn't know. I mean, I'd have to say Sean. Sean is funny. I always like the interaction between Sean and Blitzer. Although in this little short, there wasn't that much. Because Blitzer was pretty much by himself trying to catch up to all the yeah. sheep, and he would never quite get there. Yeah, I feel bad for Blitzer. Oh, Blitzy. At first, his doghouse got destroyed at the start when the farmer was trying to sell his drink. Then he got frozen two times over. And then he finally actually gets to somewhere in the story. My favorite character is the farmer. Because the farmer always seems to have such good intentions, but it never works out for him. He's so oblivious, too. He's just so oblivious to everything. He feels like someone who... He sees something on TV and he immediately has to try it because cause someone says on TV that it, this is going to make you money. And then he's like, oh, <laughs> but it never really works out for him. Yeah. I think his animals save him. Yeah, the animals kind of take care of him more than he takes care of them. Like the animals make themselves a food. Yeah. And give themselves Christmas presents. The farmer doesn't really do much, except be there and be stupid. <laughs> he's sort of the driving force behind the stories, though, right? Mm, exactly, he, because he's so stupid. Yeah, he sets things in motion. So in this animation, uh, unlike Robin Robin, we we're, were talking about the difference between them, how Robin Robin used felt, whereas this uses plasticine. Mm -hmm. So it looks more, I don't know, rubbery, plastic. I mean, the, the, the fur is still fur. But all their skin is is very clay-like or, or plastic-like. What do you think of that compared to, say, Robin Robin or just or any kind of animation? I feel like each movie has its separate thing. And I would say using different things like felt or whatever Tad said is good for each movie because it tells you, 
oh, Shaun the Sheep is going to be kind of like a gag movie because this looks kind of like just funny animation. And then Robin Robin is like felt and everything looks pretty. So you can tell it's going to be something nice. Yeah, I feel like the kind of medium that they're using is supposed to reflect the story and like general feeling you get from watching it. I can only imagine the painstaking work it takes to make these things where you take a picture and then you move something a slight bit and take mm-hmm. another picture and then you move it again. and It's just time-consuming. And then there's so many sight gags and things like that, and they have to make all these little props. And So they had a lot of sets. They had, they had the farm. They've got you know the, the doghouse. They got, you know, and, of course, on the farm you have the doghouse, the farmhouse, the, the barn. Uh, they're driving in a car across country. They have the whole town. They have the house where the two social media media people live, you know, and that has about three different stories. And then there's a whole yard out there and a pool, and oh my gosh, it's just, you know, all these things they have to hand make. Mm-hmm. And it's just amazing to think about putting this all together and storyboarding it out and and then just creating all these elements. Yeah, I took a stop-motion animation class once, and it took... I was like working with the group and it took us like a whole week to make a five minute video. Oh, I have a question for you. What was your favorite gag? I know Dad's was the ice, but what's what's your favorite gag, Lena? Mm. <laughs> I think my favorite was just the beginning when the farmer kept messing up the <laughs> drink. That drink at the very end of the movie, that's involved with another gag I really like, but I'm not going to spoil it. You'll just have to watch and see. Yeah, that the one that Dad just was talking about is would be my favorite gag. I think it's funny when the sheep, like, they stack up and they, <laughs> like, they kind of try to be, they, in the, all these movies, they sometimes try to be people, sometimes they're trying to they're be really snowmen. They're really good at working as a team. Yeah, they just work as a team, they stack up and try to be one, like, moving thing, and somehow everyone is fooled by it. <laughs> it's so funny. Like, every human in this universe is stupid. Another little call-out, I'm sure there's many, many call-outs if we were to watch it again, but at one point where the sheep are imitating a human they're moving through the town and it's almost like the Doctor Who episode with the weeping angels where there are these these scary creatures that when you're not looking at them they move up on you and then you turn around and they're suddenly closer and it was like that with the sheep too you know they're they're way far away and then suddenly they're closer and then suddenly they're closer again that was kind of fun all right anything else you want to say not really i asked the one question i wanted to ask you all should right. you should watch Sean the sheep i should I've already no, seen it. The, no, we the all should. Who oh, are listening should listeners. watch it. <laughs> watch Shaun the Sheep, yeah. Rating, 1 out of 10. What do you give it, Shaun the Sheep, A Flight Before Christmas? Um, I don't know. Wow, you have to think that hard. I'm going to give it a 10. <laughs> I love this movie. It, I'm going to give it a 10. It was, it's so fun. It was so creative and ingenious, and it made me so happy watching it. I, it's just a 10. To me, this is an instant I'm holiday gonna classic. I'm going to give it an 8. Oh, you Grinch. That's not very nice. <laughs> It's literally three more than five. Well, yeah, three more yeah, than five. It is three Out of more ten. Than five. It's pretty high. Okay, that's good. Well, all right. You're being so mean. You're being mean. <laughs> People worked hard By to make this, and you're only a giving high it an rating. Eight? I mean. Anyway, that's okay. I guess it's time to move on to fortune, fortune cookies. cookies. I'll just go first. Mine says. 
pay attention to the small things. That's nice. Mine says you will find ways to have more fun this month. Oh. It's Christmas, so that's pretty fun. Mine is courtesy pays. Okay. <laughs> pays. It, to me, it feels like it's missing a word, like courtesy pays dividends. or <laughs> It just pays. Courtesy pays. If, no, it's just courtesy pays. So next time you go to a restaurant, oh, courtesy is paying. Yeah. <laughs> now, Evan and I got some different fortunes this week. Ours have a back with a QR code on it. It's the first time I've ever seen that. Where does the QR code take you? I don't know. But it says buy stir-fry, build credit. It's probably just some advertising. Uh, Mine <laughs> says like football, this slip may be worth 500 Oh. I feel like someone's trying to scam you. I, I'm trying to scan it. Are you sure it's a QR code? <laughs> I gotta see. Oh. Oh. They just want you to bet on some sports. Oh. <laughs> I don't think we're going to do that. All right, strange fortunes this week. I, the backs, anyway. The normal fortunes are fine, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the first time we've had fortunes with QR codes on the back. Yeah. yeah. I didn't I get one. I don't know why. We must have got these. Are these from a different spot? We, we think we... I don't know. We always get Chinese food each week, and I think we got it from the same spot we normally do. Very odd. Anyway, enough of that. <laughs> time to wrap this show up before we go on and on. Thank you all so much for continuing to listen to our show. We love all of our listens and downloads that we get. Thanks to my co-host, Linnea. Bye. And Evan. I'm Evan. And you can find us on Facebook at Lunchbox Reaction. You can find us on Twitter at Lunchbox Reaction. We're also on the web at lunchboxreaction.net. We're in lots of places. Look us up. We're in lots of places at Lunchbox Reaction. Yep. So... We will see you all next week at the lunch table. So long. Bye. Goodbye.